Today is Wednesday, November the 30th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, as the search for a new offensive coordinator begins, I'll talk top candidates to fill the vacancy that Marcus Satterfield's departure to Nebraska has left on Shane Beamer's staff. Guys, I will list my top candidates. Also, we'll talk some honorable mentions and just get the conversation going in regards to who could be the new OC in Columbia. Also, guys, it is game day, and we're talking South kind of men's basketball. Court Cox take on George Washington as they hit the road. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety, we'll talk about the Colonials, talk top storylines, George Washington players to watch for, and I'll give my lead pipe lock of the night as well. Guys, i got a packed show for you here on this Wednesday. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go down the Prize Picks app, go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market folks to run prop total entries. Here's how it works. Pick two to five players, and you can win it 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry, guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. Guys, you can play college basketball. They've got college sports, pro sports, anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Price Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both in the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, and you should as well. Go down the Price Picks app, go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Let's get it.
gents, boys and girls, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Spurs Up show as always. I hope you're having a fantastic week as we chat here on the final day of November. Again, it's crazy how time flies when you're having fun. But again, guys, I hope this show does find you well. No matter where you are, what you are doing, and I hope you're having a fantastic week. We have got a lot to get into here on this Wednesday and a bit of a different Wednesday because this is the first time since before the football season started all the way back in August that we are not doing some form of gambling picks, SEC gambling picks, um, anything with best bet with South Carolina, stuff like that. Also, guys, on that note, by the way, Run Your Pool, our Run Your Pool winner will be announced this week on social media. I actually meant to pull that up. Let's see, I could probably get it right here in just a second. But uh, we will be announcing the winner. And, of course, the winner of our RunYourPool.com. Actually, i got to put in my password, stuff like that. So we'll wait till after. But uh, the winner of our Run Your Pool gets a free custom South Carolina jersey. So again, I'll be making that announcement on social media for our lucky winner, getting all the details and the information from them, and we will take care of that jersey and all that good stuff. And again, we appreciate our friends over at runyourpool.com for uh, collabing with us this football season. But again, guys, it's crazy. You know, it's uh, it's uh, the way the week has gone, I'll say this, and I'm, I'm someone that the weekend was incredible and the, the 48 or 72 hours that followed, right, content. You know, I say content bleeding out of the eyeballs a lot, but truly the content was pouring out, right? I mean, you can't post enough content when you win a game like you did on Saturday against Clem Sucks. But uh, I will say right now that it feels good. It still feels good to be good, right? Still feels good to be winners in the rivalry. And uh, we're having a great time on the Daily Crow discussing with our guests and stuff like that in regards to the game and and, and talking about the game and looking back. But I will say it feels like kind of now the dust has settled a little bit, right? It's it's not quite as much chaos. And on Tuesday afternoon, I was like, I felt like I was finally able to take a breath. So again, I hope you guys have been enjoying your victory week. I'm sure many of you across the state have been uh, needling some of your coworkers or your friends or your family or what have you. And again, it still feels good to be good. And it's still been quite a while since uh, the old Clem Sucks Tigers beat South Carolina in football. But again, guys, thank y'all so much tuning in. And also want to say as we close up this month of November, we have had by far a record month in regards to sales on the merchandise side of the business. And for that, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys. I mean, it has been an incredible month. Obviously, winning helps. Winning, believe it or not, is good for business. And uh, But I do just want to say thank you all so much, man. I mean, it, it's just been such a blessing and the, the explosion that is the merchandise side. And of course, you guys have probably seen We've uh we've partnered up with my friend Jocelyn, made by Jocelyn. She does a fantastic job with the the graphics and the designs and stuff like that. We've collabed on some merch there. We've also got some other stuff in the works. We've also got our merchandise hitting Palmetto Moon later this week and early next week. So a lot of exciting things happening on the merchandise side of the business. And of course, guys, get your merch. You actually have until December, I believe the 11th or 12th. I will drop an official date here soon. But you've got till about mid-December to get your merchandise ordered for by Christmas delivery. So again, if you are shopping for Christmas, you do have some time, but you probably want to go ahead and get that out of the way, tsus.com 
store. That's where you can find our full collection. And of course, just click the link in our social media and you will see all of the merchandise links there as well. Also, Friday is the last day, guys. We are taking orders for the Palmetto Bowl victory tees, for the Tennessee victory tees, for the victory prints as well. Uh, again, I talked about that collab made with Jocelyn. It's the last day that we are taking those orders. So again, if you want to get those orders in, highly, highly encourage you do so. Again, Friday is your last day. But again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in as we sit here on this Wednesday of Championship Week. And of course, on Sunday, we will know where the Gamecocks are going bowling. Just to give you all a content update, guys. Of course, today, like I mentioned, we're talking the offensive coordinator search. We're talking about the men's basketball game that is taking place tonight on Friday's show. We will do our uh, season report card, our postseason report card, if you will. And I think we're going to split up the report card and the award show. I think Friday we're going to do the report card. Monday we're going to do the award show, and we'll talk about the bowl game as well. But uh, I think we're going to split those two up. But again, content's going to continue to roll. And now, guys, that football, the regular season is over, we are going to be diving into more basketball. So really excited to follow Lamont Paris's squad even closer. I know they've already been playing, but of course – with football running full speed, it just hasn't been, I guess you could say, at the top of the priority list. So now we will turn our focus a little bit more to basketball and excited to follow those guys and watch the court cocks. But, uh, but yeah, again, content continues to roll. And uh, also for the Daily Crow guys, let me update on that front. Obviously, with the regular season over, you know, we've had these daily guests. And, and, and I would say that the content during the regular season of football season has been just absolutely incredible. I mean, it's been legendary having all of our guests on every single day. You know, that will obviously change, and I'm still kind of figuring out what that's going to look like. I mean, guys, here's the beautiful thing. Worst case scenario, we just go back to two hours of your phone calls, conversations, all that good stuff, and I think uh, I, I think with that dynamic, it would still be a great show, obviously, but I am looking at some folks for – uh, you know, to talk recruiting with, to talk college basketball with. Will they be a weekly guest? Will they be just a every now and then? We shall see. But again, the beauty is that with Daily Crow, we do have creative control, and I do have the freedom to try some different things and do some different things with the live show. So again, just stay tuned for all of that. With that being said, guys, let's go ahead and dive into everything. Of course, the big news today and what we're talking about, my top candidates, and I'll say top five candidates for the vacancy at the offensive coordinator spot, which, of course, guys, is a pivotal hire. It is a massive hire for Shane Beamer. And we'll start. Shane Beamer actually spoke on this yesterday. Coach Beamer did not have a weekly presser because, of course, there is no game this weekend. But he did He did go on 107.5thegame.com. Excuse me, 107.5thegame, the radio station. And he did talk about what he's looking for. And this is what Shane Beamer had to say. Quote, ideally... We hire somebody that has been a coordinator before and has called plays before. That's my mindset as I sit here today, but I, certainly every great offensive coach had to get his start somewhere calling plays. There's a lot of fantastic coaches. We have really good coaches on the staff that you can put in that realm that maybe you haven't called a play before offensively, but are a really good offensive mind. I think it's important, but there's certainly no substitute for that experience. And guys, I think we would all agree. And, you know, as we talk, like, what are we looking for from an OC? And I, I've talked about this before, guys. I'm almost, I, I'm, I'm almost more so concerned with, you know, philosophically and schematically what they want to do. I think most of us would agree and believe, and I believe that you need to be, 
you know, forward thinking, up tempo, spread a modern offense. None of this pro style, none of this NFL crap. Go ahead and just throw that in the garbage. You know, I, I, the game is fast, it's quick, it's tempo, and I think that's what you need to strive for offensively. But there are some obvious names out there, and again, I, I, I do believe that getting a name that will make a splash is going to be important because I, I I think this is a hire that, you know, everybody feels good right now, obviously, but weeks ago, you know, we were talking that Shane Beamer's tenure is going to be judged. And I'd still say this, that his tenure is going to be judged off of, you know, can he get this offense going? Because it's an offensive football game. I mean, guys, the reason you've won your last two games, the reason you beat Tennessee and Clem sucks was because the offense got rolling. You've got to be dangerous. You've got to be explosive. You've got to be lethal on the offensive side. And, you know, I was asked by Mark Ryan on Monday afternoon, you know, what, what, what am I most eager to learn about Shane Beamer at this point? What do we not know that I want to know about Shane Beamer? And I would say guys that I'm most intrigued and curious to learn about coach Beamer. Like what does he want his brand to be offensively, right? Like what, what, what does he want to be known for on the offensive side? Again, I think that's going to go a long way to determining his long-term success at South Carolina. So again, without further ado, guys, let's talk about some of these candidates, the top candidates, if you will. I got some honorable mentions here as well. And these really aren't, I'm not going like one through five by any means, uh, because I think there's a couple of these guys that would be really good options, more than just one. But I'm going to list the top candidates. Again, some honorable mentions, just throw out some names. And we'll start with a name that is very, very familiar to fans, I'm sure at this point. And that is Kendall Bryles from Arkansas. Now, What's so interesting, guys, about offensive coordinators is this. It's kind of like what's one man's trash is another man's treasure, right? Because outside of, I would say, you know, a single-digit percentage of fan bases out there, like most fan bases at some point have been disgruntled with our offensive coordinator, right? And we we think of Arkansas, and we haven't been following them on a week-in, week-out basis. And we recall when the Gamecocks played Arkansas, and the offense was really good. It was dynamic. You know, they had K.J. Jefferson. They had Rocket Sanders. They had great players on the outside. Well, it turns out they go 6-6, six and six, and their fan base, you know, as badly as, as some Gamecock fans want him to come to Columbia, I think there's a lot of Razorback fans that just as badly want him out of Fayetteville. So it's kind of interesting when you look at some of these guys, you know, it's it's a lot like Nebraska fans are like all excited, oh, you know, that we're getting Satterfield from South Carolina. Look what he did in the last two games. And Gamecock fans, we're, we're sitting over here like, thank goodness you can take him. <laughs> like we're, we're happy to see him go. But you look at a guy like Kendall Bryles, and I think the reason this works out so well or it would work out so well um, is just because of the relationship with Justin Stepp. And obviously, Stepp was alongside Bryles and the Arkansas staff in 2020. And, uh, you know, after talking to my good friend Brad Crawford, and, of course, he wrote an article on the Big Spur about the top candidates and what have you that, you know, obviously, I think this is a hire that Justin Stepp would be very excited if it did happen. And he's a guy also that has had a lot of success. I mean, Kendall Bryles, again, that's a name, right? That is a big name for sure. And, again, I think that's what a lot of this hire is going to be, is that Shane Beamer needs to go get a name, a guy that's proven, a guy that's respected, a guy that when South Carolina fans hear that name, they're going to be surprised if it doesn't work out. They're going to be, um, you know, a, a, a little a little stunned if it goes south, if it goes sour. So I think Kendall, Bry Bry Kendall Bryles, excuse me, certainly fits that mold. Of course, another big name, guys, and I think this would probably be the one that I think you would label this as the Grand Slam hire, would be Garrett Riley over at TCU. Now, he's over there 
with Sonny Dykes for sure. And uh, TCU, they're going to have to open up the checkbook for him, no doubt, uh, with what TCU's done this season. They're probably going to be in the playoff. But, uh, you know, we're all familiar with what Garrett Riley has done through his career. He was over there at SMU, and certainly he's an up-and-comer. But I think with his offensive system, offensive scheme, I think he would do wonders in Columbia. And, again, I think that would be a big-time hire. And, again, I think it'd be labeled – as a bit of a grand slam hire, if you will. Guys, another one is Brennan Marion, the Texas wide receiver coach. And again, they run that go-go offense with two running backs. Of course, you have to have the personnel to run it. But I think Brennan Marion could be someone uh, that could have a lot of success and again would yet be another name and sort of an up-and-comer, if you will. You also look at Brian Johnson, right? And you're like, who in the world is that? This is a guy, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback coach, and he was at Florida with Dan Mullen. He was Dan Mullen's top assistant, began his career at Utah as the quarterback's coach in 2010. So again, a guy who has SEC experience. He's had a lot of success. He's younger guy, 35 years old. Again, another up-and-comer, if you will. Hey, could be could be an NFL coach next season. So again, not sure if this is one that's really realistic. But, uh, you know, we talked with Alex McGrath yesterday, and this was the guy that he wants and was somebody that even South Carolina was considering for the head coaching job. So Brian Johnson would be another great name. Uh, you then look at, finally, Phil Longo for my top five from North Carolina. And this was a dude that circulated the first go-around when Shane Beamer was looking for his OC. But, I mean, it's pretty simple, guys. I mean, you look at UNC and, and what they've done on the offensive side with different quarterbacks, Sam Howell, and then what Drake May did this year. I mean, I think that's a hire that will make a lot of sense. The only thing with Longo, I think, might be money because he's making $1 million a year with UNC, and you're probably going to have to pay him more. So South Carolina will have to open the checkbooks, but I think that's something that – you know, most fans are comfortable with. I think most fans are expecting that, hey, that's something you need to do. On my list of honorable mentions, guys, Zach Kitley from Texas Tech with that high-flying offense, I think that will be a great pickup. Kevin Barbe from App State. I know that's one my friend Brad Crawford lists. I, I'm kind of in the middle on that one, but I think he's done a good job for the Mountaineers. Warren Ruggiero, I think that's how you say his last name, with Wake Forest, has led a high-powered offense there. And I kind of look at it as like, if you can lead a high-powered offense at Wake Forest, what are you going to do with SEC talent, right? So I, I think that'd be another good pickup. And then my final two honorable mentions, guys, are on staff. Freddie Kitchens and Justin Stepp. Could they be realistic targets for Shane Beamer? And I, I would just say this, and I, I, I'm a huge Justin Stepp guy. I also like Freddie Kitchens, obviously. And whatever they were doing in the last two games, you know, I know, I know a lot of fans are just like, hey, just do that. I, I, I just... You know, when we were talking during the season and people asked about Freddie Kitchens, could he take over? It, it just to me, guys, unfortunately, and it, you know, it's it's not that maybe maybe they turn out to be great hires, but it just those would feel like, in my opinion, very very lazy hires, right? Just and and I think unfortunately, a lot of the reserve is coming from the previous coaching staff and the previous regime and and their failure, if you will, from promoting within and you know, the whole Brian McClendon thing that happened and. You know, it just did not work out. And I think it's just so important. We talked about it, right? This second OC is so important for Shane Beamer because it needs to work out. It, it needs to work out because, unfortunately, at some point, you know, if you keep hiring OCs and they keep failing and the offense keeps sucking, the blame is going to turn to Shane Beamer. And it's going to look at, hey, like, why can you not figure out the offensive side of the football? So I, I just don't know. You know, I, I think Justin Stepp, the big thing is this. I think Stepp's going to be a guy at some point that I bet he's probably going to be an offensive coordinator. I certainly would not doubt it. But I do think it'd be a risk. And listen, let me make it very clear, too, that 
because of the finish of the season, the adjustments they made, Shane Beamer has obviously earned the benefit of the doubt, and he doesn't need me to tell him that, or I don't need to tell you all that, but Shane Beamer has earned the benefit of the doubt whatever decision he makes, but I do believe that would be much, much riskier, and I, I think this fan base is craving and clamoring for a splash, right? Because when Shane Beamer was hired, you know, he said, you know, we're going to go out there and get the best coordinators. You know, I'm a rookie coach, but I'm going to surround myself with coaches that are that are proven, that are established. And, you know, if you, if you hand the reins over to Kitchens or Step, and I, I like both guys, but I just don't know if it's going to quite satisfy the appetite of this fan base and what they're hoping to see on the offensive side. So, again, guys, that is my list of top candidates for offensive coordinator. I think there's a lot of good options out there. I think there's a lot of good guys. I think the crop of – of guys who are going to be candidates for the OC job are, are, are solid. And it'll be really interesting to see who's realistic, who's not. And eventually obviously who's shaming hires and sort of what the timeline is. You know, he was asked about that and it doesn't sound like they're in too much of a hurry. So you wonder if who he wants is maybe coaching a bowl game or, or, you know, is if there's some delay or what have you, or maybe it'll happen quick, who knows, but it'd be really interesting to see who Shane Beamer goes and get so again guys that's my top candidates let me know what you think and let me know if i missed anyone who would you like to see as the gamecocks offensive coordinator all right let's move off of football and into basketball guys before we do of course i want to tell you about our friends over at carolina cigars because the spurs up show is brought to you by our friends at carolina cigars guys carolina cigars has been in operation since 2008 recently taken over by the peterson family in 2020, whether you're new to the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carolina Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're into cigars and you're on Hilton Head Island, you really do need to go by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. They're also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around Hilton Head Island, and they offer special events throughout the year. They want to talk to you. They want to engage. They want to share with you their cigar selection that they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge. So when you're in the low country, there's only one place for cigars, and there's only one place, guys, that I get my cigars that's Carolina Cigars, Hilton Head Island's premier cigar merchant. Come and share your passion. It's all there at Carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at, at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843-681-8600. That's 843-681-8600. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show Sent you. All right, let's keep it moving, guys. Gamecocks hit the road for the first time this basketball season to take on George Washington, the Colonials at the Charles E. Smith Center in Washington, D.C. Tip-off set for 9 o'clock tonight on CBS Sports Network. George Washington sitting at 4-2 and two right now. Their head coach, Chris Caputo, is actually in his first season as well. The Colonials early on averaging 77.3 points per game, allowing 68.5 points per game, and shooting at 50%. So we're getting a very well shooting team and Caputo looking to turn around the George Washington program, which has been solid, but not great of late. When you look at the top storylines, guys, I just mentioned it, a battle of first year head coaches, always important to get these non-conference wins. Who need this one more? That's debatable, but uh, always important early on to win these type of ball games. You also look for South Carolina, their first road test of the season. How do they handle it? Right. Of course, you've been on the road for the, uh, the Charleston Classic, the tournament, if you will, but not a true road game. This is the first true road game of the season. I'm really curious to see how a young team 
will handle it. Of course, guys, the big storyline for me is just watching Gigi Jackson and his ever-evolving role on this basketball team and just watching him evolve as a player, right? I mean, let's, let's stop for a moment, guys, and let's be honest with ourselves. This is not a great basketball team. Most likely, this is not going to be a very good team. This season's about Gigi Jackson. If, if South Carolina is going to do anything, it's going to be because Gigi Jackson just evolved into a the, the most, by far the most dynamic player on the floor every single time South Carolina plays. So continuing to see him evolve and get better and grow, I think is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And one of the main reasons I think fans are even going to watch this team this season. My final storyline, guys, is just building out the bench. You know, is South Carolina, what are you able to get on that note? From the rest of this roster, guys like Jacoby Wright, guys like Hayden Brown, Michi Johnson, uh, Josh Gray, of course, Verdonk. I mean, it's just who's going to help out? You know, who are the other guys? So building out the bench, I think, if you're going to make any type of run this season, really important. When you look at the Colonials players to watch for, guys, James Bishop's averaging 21.3 points per game. You then look at Brendan Adams, 17.7 points per game. He's a 36% three-point shooter. And then Maximus Edwards, 10.5 points per game and a 43% three-point shooter. So again, this is a very capable team. This is a very hot shooting team are the George Washington Colonials. So again, will be a challenge for South Carolina on the defensive end. Guys, that brings us to our lead pipe lock of the night prediction brought to you by our friends over at A1 Air quality consultants guys a1 air quality consultants giving corporate services for working man prices they have over 20 years in the mold industry and 10 years in the asbestos industry they use the most modern scientific scientific technology for highly accurate results and they perform the following services mold testing air and surface allergen testing air for things like pollen dust etc asbestos testing and building materials asbestos air testing to make sure it's not airborne air monitoring services during abatement projects and e coli testing surface and water. Guys, for more information, give them a call today at 864-619-2092. That's 864-619-2092. You can also find them on Twitter at A1 Air Quality 1 or on Instagram at A1 Air Quality Consultants. For any other questions, head to the website at A1AirQualityConsultants.com. That's A1AirQualityConsultants.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. And guys... Road play starts. What can we expect from this Gamecocks basketball team? I think it's going to be a rough night. I I like George Washington. If you look at South Carolina, their biggest problem is offense. I think that most likely continues. Yes, you did get the bounce back against USC Upstate, but it was ugly. It was not pretty for that reason. I've got George Washington. Lock me in. Give me Colonial 72, Gamecocks. 60. And again, I, I just this team's got to find itself, right? You begin this road stretch. You got George Washington tonight. You got Georgetown on Saturday. So you'll be in that area for the weekend. But, uh, you know, I, I just think this is a young, growing, evolving team. And I just don't like the way this game bodes. I don't think it bodes well for you. So again, George Washington 72, South Carolina 60 is my pick. How do you think the Gamecocks will fare? Would love to hear from you guys that's gonna do it all for me appreciate you all tuning in thank y'all so much and i'll leave you with this go cox beat george washington and we'll talk to you all on friday
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.